Happy, happy Tuesday to you and welcome to another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. Yes, it is great to be back with you on your radio. I thought I would be, I would have been gone for about two weeks as I visited Dominica, but what um, was supposed to be two weeks uh, turned out to be four weeks of being away from the program. So I am very happy to be back on your radio as we get powered up together for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. If this is your first time joining us, I am Simone Matthew and I am your host. This is where we come by each and every Tuesday to get energized for the week ahead. We'll listen to a great interview, enjoy some great music, and also we have a tip of the week. So again, it is back. It is great to be back with you on your radio. I hope that you enjoyed the replay of the the programs that we offered in the time that I was absent. And I also want to thank Mr. Sam George, our manager here at TVN Radio, for holding down the fort as I was away. And also keep in mind that if you missed any of our programs, any of the uh, recorded episodes of this program, you can always jump on our YouTube channel, which is Push Past 10, so P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 on YouTube for any of the episodes of this program that you may have missed, just the interview portion. And of course, if you want to get a repeat of the entire episode of Untapped Potential, you can always jump on pushpast10.com. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 dot com for all the previous podcasts of the program. So again, it is great to be back with you. Dominica was a blast. We got to spend about three weeks in Dominica and we survived on a diet of mango and fish and all that is good and beautiful about Dominica. Unfortunately, Sophia had a cast on her leg. She fractured her leg right before we left for Dominica. But, you know, we made the most out of it. Um, we turned lemons into lemonade and she was still able to have a great time. So again, welcome to the program. It is great to be back on your radio for another episode of Untapped Potential. I want to thank everyone who saw me in Dominica and stopped to say hi, stopped to say that they appreciate the programming that we do. So again, we have another power-packed hour for you this evening of Untapped Potential. Our interview this evening will be with Dr. Triffy and Mr. Tad Black Pepper James. 
because unfortunately, while I was in Dominica, actually the day I arrived in Dominica was the day that Kanisha Etienne disappeared from Dominica. She was allegedly uh, kidnapped by this young man named Kian Alexander, and it has been maybe about 25 days now and she has not been seen. So we had an interview with Dr. Trifi and Tad James on just how are we protecting our most precious resources. So I wanted to air a repeat of that interview on untapped potential because I think it is a very important topic. I think it is such a great topic that I think it is important to give this topic as much exposure as possible. And you don't want to miss our tip of the week after the interview. So make sure you stay until the end of the program for our tip of the week. So as we get the program off and running today, let us start it off with this number from Morgan Heritage uh, down by the river. And then stay tuned for a pre-recorded interview with Dr. Triffy and Tad James, and then again, stay tuned until the end of the program for our tip of the week. So stay tuned. Was so 
to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. You know, we've heard all the theories of what has may have happened to Kanisha, but before we get into that discussion, let us have a conversation of what we are seeing with our young men. And I was hoping to have um, Tyrone Flacco with us this evening so he could speak to us about what he's observing on the ground in Dominica. But just based on what you have heard, what you have observed, it is now June and we've already had about 10 murders. You know, Tad, as a young man who grew up in Dominica, what do you think has changed? Because when we grew up in Dominica, murders were very scarce. So, so in your observations, um, Tad, what do you think is going on with our young men in this country? Well, in a nutshell, of the top, independence and confidence, self-confidence. Of the top, that's basically where everything, you know, stems from. Being very independent and confident, they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And by independence, you know how deep the conversation can go when I say or refer to someone as an independent person, meaning mm -hmm. they are able to take care of themselves morally, socially, religiously, financially and just be a model for society and also be able to be impactful and be part of community development, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a very, it's a very deep roof I put on there already. If you take, jump from the roof, we can go real deep into that topic, you know? So basically, in a nutshell, that's what it is. And I literally sit back daily and observe, I communicate a lot. I'm not in Dominica, but I'm very much on the ground. Yes. You're with us? It, that's why I speak on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Because like I always say, I'm in the right avenue between love and hate. 
between this current generation, how they apply themselves. And I came from a generation where independence was thriving and everybody had a say in society. Mm -hmm. And I, I can see I'm part of observing young men getting transitioned out of that. Mm -hmm. And that is where it starts. Absolutely. That's where it starts. It's deep, it's sensitive, but that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dr. Wallace, as I come over to you, I think as we see the cases rising, we're looking for quick fixes. We're always looking for quick fixes. Let's just fix this. Let's just fix this. But, you know, as Tad has already alluded to, it goes beyond just the surface murders. We have to look at the deeper issues that the frustrations that these young men are experiencing. So what, in your professional opinion, Doc, do you think? is at the root cause of this just senseless killing. It seems like there's no value on human life with our young, with some of our young men these days. Yeah. Mm. You know, I want to start off by saying we are not special. We are not special. We are not unique in that we're alive. And as time progresses, you know how they used to say back in the day, well, all, all people say, time leaves time. So we shift, we change, we become different things. Sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes it's for the worse. But we are unique. We are unique because what Tad just said there is that that is not common for us. It used to be that we could say, this is not happening in Dominica. It's happening over there. Mm -hmm. We don't have that like that in Dominica. And we were unique in that. So we have lost the uniqueness. And what I heard him say, which I agree with, and, and tonight for some of the conversation, I'm trying to be a psychologist to serve. I'm trying to talk like, you know, like highfalutin language. What he said is that that feeling of independence and connection and being a part of the system a lot of the youth are feeling marginalized from that they're on the outskirts of that circle of am i a part of the unit of the collective no i am not in the group so i'm over there walking grabbing chain from people in the middle of the day i am not feeling connected if i'm feeling connected to my community Trust me, trust me, I'm not walking up to a lady in the middle of the day and walking in her chain. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of pain that is now manifesting into action. And the thing is, it's not just a little action because everything goes from a scale of zero to a hundred. You know, zero is like, hey, I'm upset. I'm feeling a little irritated, you know, things not going my way. But murder is the ultimate F you. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate F you. I don't care about you. You don't care about me. I don't care about anything. But what I want right now, or what I think I want right now. And so when you have that level of 
breakdown. For us, it's a breakdown. Again, we're not unique because other people have been living through this and experiencing this, but we are unique because for us, it is beyond our imagination. Okay? When you have that, you cannot turn your face away from it. You cannot turn your face away from it. You got to look at it. We have to look at it. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt all of us. It's hurting all of us already. Okay? But we have to look at it to fix it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm happy you made that point. And this is a question both for you and Tad as well, because I think it boils down to economic empowerment. Many of these young men, they have no jobs. They have no prospects for job. I saw on Facebook recently one young man crying out for a job. His girlfriend is now pregnant and he once had a job. Now he has no job and he has a child on the way that he has to support. Right. So in my mind, it boils down to the, the economics of it. So what do you say, um, Tad and Doc, to folks that say, well, you know, there are opportunities out there and young people just have to make the opportunities for themselves to create their own financial independence. What are your thoughts on that? Tad? Yeah, well, I, I glad I glad I am very happy you use that one example in regards to the young man who said he's expecting a baby pretty soon. So as a result, he's seeking employment so he can take care of his child. Mm -hmm. There's a story before that. He's responsible to know that he, he has to go work to take care of his child. But for some reason, he was irresponsible enough to get the girl, to get the girl pregnant. And then, and then now he processes his responsibility after that fact. So, so let's step one step back. You know why he got the girl pregnant, in my opinion? Mm. That was his form of morally securing the woman. Mm. You know why? Mm. Because of the challenges outside there where he's going to, his, his, his social support, the one little social support that he has, emotional support that he has is under threat and by any means necessary it means something to him maybe that's what keeps his sanity mm -hmm. that's what keeps him together that's what gives him hope just that one immediate contact or affiliate his girlfriend your environment on a norm your social environment, your economical environment should give you that under normal circumstances. But like I say, in the absence of that, you see what happens? Mm -hmm. You see how people look to fence to keep the little they have, even the going about it the wrong way and the risk and the challenges, they process the challenges after. What he knows that his woman with his baby, she's going to depend on him so she has a reason to stay there still. Mm -hmm. That's a story before the response of getting a job. And that's where your social system is. Yeah, I think he froze for a minute. It's broken. That's mm -hmm. where your economical system is broken. You see how the reverse to in-house? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you see how it came right back into the house 
for it to get its own little world of structure. Mm -hmm. You have to pay attention to sequence. It's very important. Sometimes we, we bring up topics and there's a void. And if you address some topics, there's that preliminary and essential part of it as to, I always ask the question, how did he get there? Mm -hmm. or how did they get there? Or why did that happen first? Mm -hmm. You understand? And in my perspective, just what I told you, that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. So I feel the convention should start right there and we will build from that because that's critical. And I'm glad we have a psychologist on board. Yes. Who can even enlighten me and you is a professional perspective surrounding. Yeah, that let's come to where and she felt it, that place where I was going. So yeah, I would like her to contribute from a professional perspective to that. Yes, yes, and I, I want her to as well because Dr. Trufia, I saw that you did a, a physical yeah, live and and you know you just let the young men have it. You just kept it real and you just put the information out there. So just kind of tell us your views are, are on that topic. He's right. You gotta get to the source. You gotta get if you have a problem. You can't, you know, you can try to start at the top if you want, but that's not efficient. Because what if you didn't handle the root? You've got to go to the root. So let's backtrack. Hmm? Young people, just biologically, their brain is not yet completely developed till about 25. Till about 25. And then you have this neurotransmitters the big one is called dopamine right teenagers young people take more risks in general than adults i bet you there are some adults right now they look back on the stuff they did when they were teenagers young people they're like boy i was a like asa saying mm? right boy i was foolish a eh, boy it's not just that it's not just I was foolish. My brain was seeking after dopamine, which is high, high intensity, action, a rush, right? Rush, high energy. That's actually one of the most creative times of young people's lives, that little span of time, 18, 17, 18 to like 28, 29. You're juiced up. You're producing so much testosterone, okay? reverse even further how does a young man come to be where he does not have the support of say family behind him hmm? who birthed him what was his family structure like what are we doing in the beginning when we meet one another on the street and we choose to connect and we choose to connect right we do a lot of that without planning. So you have this young man, yes, he's got a situation right now. Go back into his beginning, into mm -hmm. his room. Did he have the support he needed? Was the, was the couple making proper choices about what kind of relationship they're gonna have? We're gonna get married, who raised him? Who supported him? Who trained him? The schools, you know, we're talking, I'm gonna talk about some of the problems I think and some of the recommendations, because there are many things we used to do and experience as kids that this generation did not. 
Mm -hmm. I'm talking about things like civics classes, which is about character development, moral development, where if you didn't get it at your home, every Friday in school, you get in it somewhere, right? You would work through real life problems, go through proverbs, all kinds of things to help you think critically about life and how you could contribute to life. When we just remove these things from the educational system and we put it just on the bare bones of math, English, reading, whatever, curriculum, whatever, that's incomplete as an incomplete education of a human being. So you leave the human being stranded. You leave them stranded. And you leave him stranded in a time of his life where he's more likely to take risks. And he's also more likely to join groups and the peer pressure, the, the power of the group of his mates becomes more important than what mother has to say, father has to say, grandfather has to say. It's just biology. What we have to do is put a net around our young people and prepare them for that stage of life. Prepare them for that stage of life. We had a lot of that preparation. They don't get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I like how you mentioned the home. And I also like why, how Tad mentioned going back to the source of the problem, because it does begin in the home. I had this young man, um, Zidane, on the program um, maybe two programs ago, and he said he could have gone the wrong route. But he lived in a home where his mother was a teacher. She was very structured. And you don't have to be a teacher to, to have disciplined children. But do you know the influences that are out there? So what are you doing to be a counter influence so that your children do not follow the wrong pair? And Todd, I want to come back to you because the other thing I think we're not talking about at all in Dominica is the gang culture. There are gangs in Dominica and now being on the ground here, I am learning that in fact there are gangs. And so why are we not having a conversation about the gangs in Dominica? Why aren't we studying what is going on? There might be some sort of rivalry between gangs. Do we know that, you know, the, the eighth young man was from one gang and then the ninth murder was a retaliation? And so the tenth murder is another retaliation. And when does it end? So do you have any information, I'm Tad, on the gang culture in Dominica? Well, when you say information, what do you mean? You ask me that like a police boy. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not a police boy. No, correct. Yeah, no, 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 no. You see, that, that is a sensitive thing, but we have to take it in chronological order, so to speak. <laughs> We have to take it in phases. What you know as gang is not fully matured in Dominica yet. Mm -hmm. I live in Chicago. I know about gang. You understand? Mm -hmm. What is happening in Dominica right now is the, the, the gang concept the platform is building as to brotherhood. They don't know their purpose yet. What they're in, they're in, they're in clusters building brotherhood. One looks at the next to gain status, to gain comfort, to gain respect from each other, to get a sense of place out of 
the house. Not the home. There's no home. The house. There's a difference between home and house. Yes. There's no home. That's how they do. They're out the house. And their peers, they have been embraced by their prayers, by, by, by their peers. Now it's very critical when you've been embraced by your peers, you have to give your peers confidence in you in terms of your attitude, your manliness. Whatever they do, you're supposed to support. When I do, they look for your support. That's the platform of building. There is no solidified economical attachment to the gang culture home like Chicago. The gang culture in Chicago, the states, generally is stems from a narcotics base with a big economy behind it. There's, there's value, there's purpose, and it's all about keeping the money coming to whatever illegal means that they embrace to thrive on. In Dominica, it is not that. It's trickling in. That's why I'm telling you, the platform of just the brotherhood, and then in the brotherhood, you will find grievances being put on the table, and then you'll find the development of an economical circle to hold down the brotherhood and make them feel independent in the house, not the home. Mm -hmm. There's no home. You know what a home is. The psychologist knows what a home is. And I guess you'll maybe expound on qualities coming from a home, from a professional perspective. So what is happening in Dominica is that you find a lot of guys hanging out with each other in local palace, then the block, seawall, dress, and they are challenged with trying to match up with each other in terms of attire, in terms of now this, they want to have a certain money in their pocket, they want to have a certain quantity of girls, they want to have a bike. Now they get into the into the materialistic aspect of the gang culture embracement. Now that takes now a financial support to get there. Mm -hmm. But they're not organized, not under narcotics. They're not organized, not under narcotics. Trust me. As a result, you're going to find a lot of young men engaged in robbery. Quick money, take it now so that they can service their purpose within their cluster. You get, you get where I'm going? Yes. So... That's, that's where we are now. Once they get confidence that that system of financial sustenance works, that's when they're going to mature. They're growing while they're getting into that. So they're getting more wise. They're getting more responsible too within that same culture. And now the responsibility is going to, they're going to be tested by the superiors those who control the narcotics trade in Dominica, because in Dominica is not a thing you can play with. So they don't tend to put two kilos of coke in a little boy hand. You have to man up and show your value first. There's nobody to overlook you like, no, you're on your own, you have to report back to base. That's going to get there very soon, based on the momentum I'm seeing, and based on the purpose people figure they have, the only one purpose they're exposed to socially. There's nothing to counteract getting a different type of purpose 
out of yourself. Systematically, we are broken. You turn left, turn right, there's nothing. There's no option. And if options are not created, they're going to dive in that deeper and call that the one way forward in life. And when you get dependent on it and it works, they're going to stay there confidently. Nothing going to break them there. They are now drug men. They will build, they will buy cars, they will make more babies, there are five women that are going to work, they're going to embrace it, and it's going to become the norm. We're not all the way there. We have always had no cottage trade, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about at a magnitude where we will register globally as that type of society. We're, we're not registering globally as that type of society yet, trust me. It's a, it's a limited few controlling the narcotics trade in Dominica at a quantity, and that's why you find a lot of them do a lot of business out of Dominica. It's like a transit. The confidence for making it work at home and let them do the, uh, their connections is minimal, but it's growing. I saw guys, like the guy they shot on the big front. When I left Dominica, Mr. was a little boy. Hmm. I come up here, I see the guy wheeling up and down. And you can see him, game, next level. In that little time, 13 years. And I see it happen right in front of my eyes. And I'm young. I'm very young, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I still feel there's a lot more of that same 13-year cycle going to have a chance to see. The problem is, my next 13-year cycle, what exactly is that cycle going to entail compared to the last 13-year cycle? And I watch the momentum of what happened in the 13 years. That's why I'm telling you, it's picking up momentum and it's going to get there and I'm going to see another cycle of it. Macho. If that's just off the board, it can be stopped, it can be controlled, mm -hmm. it can be minimized. Mm -hmm. System has to pay attention. There must be people in the system just monitoring that social aspect of Dominica for us to know. I say us, we are the government. All of us have a responsibility, you know, not just the prime minister, you know. All of us have our part to play and embrace. When the Prime Minister puts certain things forward, we have a right to promote what is good, embrace, and try to make everybody have a collective approach to assisting the Prime Minister in his ethics of development. If their ethics are on the table for development. So once anything like that is laid out, we become the support system for it. Now, let's examine the support system of Dominica. Do you think, well, I think the support system of Dominica is weak. We are distracted trying to get gold out of stone because the stability economically is nowhere close in sight. Everybody's just distracted, digging like totty all over the place to make ends meet. We are distracted from the common economical purpose because it's not there. You have to fend for yourself. I didn't say that. You heard ministers of government say you have to shake your pampa lamp. Mm -hmm. That's a deep statement, and that's a real statement. Pampa lamp don't just mean what we mean, you know. It means you really have to wiggle it on your own accord. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes, that's not their business. 
whatever it takes. Because we have nothing to offer. So your pampalam have to work in one way or another. Because there's nothing on the table I can present you to not make that statement to you. I didn't say that. I'm just chopping it up. Yeah, and Tad, you know, I'm happy that you, Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm happy that you're raising this point because I think what you you are leaning towards, and Dr. Trifi, you know, the, it begs the question, do we have an emerging problem on our hands that we are not paying attention to? Because I think Tad did an excellent job of presenting what is going on right now with the gangs. So is it going to evolve where it's going to create a problem? And I also think he's raising a great point because as humans, we need to belong. Yeah. So if you're growing up in a house and not a home, like Tad just said, tell us the distinction between Look, growing up in the support of a home as opposed to growing up in a house and how that lack of belongingness can take our young men out of the home to find that belongingness somewhere else in a gang. This is such a multifaceted problem. And because it's like a, you know, like a snake or a dragon with how many horns, it is going to be a beast to tackle. And so for real, if we don't start now, the next 13 years, we won't want to go to Dominica. Hmm? Those of us who have been longing to return home. A home is what I was talking about yesterday. Fellas, I'm not sure who taught this to the young, to our young men. Somebody taught or did not teach. I'm saying this falls at our feet, our generation of parents. We did not do a proper job raising, and we did not do a proper job teaching our children how to build their families. I'm telling you, I had a young girl, she's in her 30s. 30s, you would think progressive, you know, moving forward. She's telling me, a young man says to her, make a child for me. What? I Just want like you that? to make a child for me. And proceeds to say, um, well, well, I don't know if we'll be boyfriend and girlfriend. Eventually, we might. Depending on how things go, we might. This is 2022. This is 2022. My thing is, well, where did that young man get this orientation? Where did they get this way of thinking? Right? Kids belong with parents, both parents. Back in the day, one of the reasons a lot of us didn't go so far is because even when some of our parents didn't marry, we used to call that they stayed in house. They would live together for many years. And even beyond that, the community outside of the family supported the family so everybody was checking everybody we have lost that i don't think we've lost it we've given it up we've surrendered it we haven't lost it we've just we've chosen not to raise each other's children anymore we've moved to a more individualistic i will handle my own you handle your own but that is against our essence 
It's going to stink. It's not going to work. It's not going to work for us because we are a people of kudme, of community, mm -hmm. of support, of groups. So when you try to bring that individualist kind of template on Dominica, you're going to leave a lot of people stranded. You're going to leave a lot of people stranded. A young man needs to be nurtured by other men. I know a lot of people like to tell me this madness. Oh, a lot of people were raised by their mother alone. I understand that. Is that the ideal? That's what you're aiming for right now? Is that the ideal? It cannot be the ideal. It is not the ideal that nature set up. Nature didn't set it up that way. So we're going to have problems when we raise kids in houses, hand to hand to hand to hand, go by your auntie, stay there. I go in Guadeloupe, I come in back, I might not come back, I'll send you 50 bucks. Other people, and you have this patchy connections with the people who are supposed to be your examples of God, Usab, your parents. So we lose our natural affection because we weren't taught it. They're not being taught. They're not being taught. And worst of all, back in the day, if you came from a family where you didn't have that, you went to school and you learned it. You went to school and there was civics education and you learned it. Okay? So we have, there are many things we can do. There are many things we can do to pull this stuff back. I mean, the stuff wasn't broken. I'm not sure why we were trying to fix it. We're having many of our young men come out of high school and talk about being able to create money and take care of yourself and your family. They leave high school and just because they didn't get to do like, you know, the college route, they basically have nothing. They have no other options. What are the other options? Some of them, if they have enough support, might get the push. Hey, go do a trade, do a this, do a that. The community has to make those things more visible and more attractive as options for young men so people can make their money. You know, somebody asked me, well, how am I going to create a business? How am I going to do something if nobody has money? Trust me, we have money because when it's seawater time, we have money. It's where we're applying the money. You see, it's where we're applying the money. Many of our young people, why would they not be creative? We are all divine. All of us come from the same maker, you know. All of us come from the same maker. So all of us have our unique creativity and gifts we came to share with the planet. We landed on Dominica, so it's Dominica that has to get it. But when those gifts are not being nurtured, they're not being identified, they're not being shined, refined, you know, they go dormant. And when you see you have a dream and wishes inside of you like this creativity and it cannot get an outlet, it morphs into ugly, ugly, ugly stuff. The problem is we're watching it happen. It's like we're watching a car about to go over a phallus. And we're like, let them figure it out. Let them reverse the car. No, this is a community problem. It's a social problem out of, and it has many pieces. So it's not the government alone, like Tadia says. It's not you alone, Simone. It's not me alone. It's not the teachers alone. It's not the police alone. It's not the mental health system alone. But it's all of that. 
And where we are weak, we have to strengthen it. Where we are weak, we have to be able to take a little bit of common sense advice because it's fools that don't take good advice. And one person cannot see everything. You have experts and specialists for a reason. I'm, I can't fix my car. I cannot fix my car. But you can sit with me for 45 minutes and I can tell you, this is wrong with you. You need to do one, two, three, four, five. And you'll be able to get back on your feet, get back to work. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we have to learn as community to use each other's resources, including these young fellas, including these young fellas. We talk, you know, Talia's talked about this stuff is morphing. It's growing. By now, if it has not yet been done, all you do to neutralize a system like this is connect to the alpha, connect to the head and the heads, whoever the heads are. Okay, call the generals in and have a conversation, general to general, hmm? and figure out what is going on. We are not that big that we cannot do these things. To ignore it means we have a problem we're creating in society by refusing to address it. That's going to be the bane of our existence if we don't do anything about it. Right, right. And I so agree. But Ted, why is this only impacting our young men? Because young women in Dominica are equally disadvantaged with lack of employment. No, no, no. But, but let me get you see, that's what you don't know. A lot of, like I said, I'm very well connected. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you know what's happening on the female side. Mm. Embracing that type of culture from the men, and you know how they embrace it. Mm. They embrace it. It's picking up a big trend in Dominica. I'll be very honest and open about it. With a less calculative mind. And how does the mind become less calculative? How does that individual become less responsible with their actions? A lot of teenagers, ladies and gentlemen, the pills popping in Dominica is a big thing now. Really? And the majority of pill poppers are the females. Yes, ma'am. Ecstasy and all those pills for CO is a big thing. I never heard it a conversation on the radio. And I am telling you that. I'm not asking you. So you, you don't know and you're wondering why are the women tolerating the men? They're not doing it on the normal calculated minds. Whenever they step out of the house, they have to put themselves in a different frame of mind to be able to embrace that type of culture. They pop in pills like black is white. I'm not asking you, huh? I'm not asking you. I had a 15-minute conversation today with a pill seller in Dominica. And I'm not asking you. He tell me straight, Pepper, I don't need to touch cocaine. I'm making more money on that than I used to make on my tax. I used to sell it. I'm not asking you. Live from a dealer. That's how I get my intelligence. I didn't just take it and go, you know. You don't have to do my little work with the guy. 
first thing you tell me, Pepper. But what, what did that mean? Consider nothing. That's what he's words there. Pepper, they consider nothing. That's a fast, easy money. Nobody hustling you, harassing you for that. That looking like medication in a bottle is no, no big concealment about it. Nothing. I'm making how much? $100 in a weekend. Quick, 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 quick. I'm telling you. So that is the other accepting point of what is soon to be fully matured. So they're not challenged where they're going up on a female and they say, put yourself in order, Bugasa. go and get a job. I don't go nothing, nobody mm -hmm. on, on this and that and that and that. For next thing, I, I, I buy garage and I get shoot up. You're not hearing that. They will sit down by garage and drink to under a different type of influence. It's a big creeping thing in Dominica. You didn't know. I'm telling you now. I'm not know. asking you. And we have to take point. Oh, in problem, eh? <laughs> the kind of information I have. Well, yeah, I don't know now. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, that is certainly very... Problem, I, I, I'm calculating the problem. Yeah, because I'm, I'm calculating the problem, not because it happens all across the world, you know. I am factoring it down to per capital based on our population. That is, that is the... That's 50 something thousand people. That is what's frightening me, you know. Mm -hmm. When I hear this one, this one, that one, that one, I can go on Facebook and just tick them, tick them. Tick, 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 tick. I say, but who left now? But who, who left? You are listening who, to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the US, and the UK, and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. A special thank you again to Dr. Trithi and Tad for lending their voice to the importance of this discussion. And this is not a topic that will go away for me um, anytime soon because from all of this tragedy, what I've decided to do is to create a child protection service option in Dominica. And I will tell you more about what I am planning on doing and how you can be a part of the movement as well once we've had a chance to listen to our tip of the week. So here we go, the tip of the week um, this week. Take a listen and then come back as we wind down the program for yet another Tuesday evening. The words that we speak have a great power. Remember, words can make people as well as the words can break people. Therefore, our great teacher, Supreme Buddha, advised us to speak always the nice words. Supreme Buddha advised us, you should not speak harsh words. Supreme Buddha said, do not speak harsh words. Why? 
If you speak harsh words, you will be spoken harshly by someone one day as a result of that action. That is the law of karma. Supreme Buddha said, Dukkahi Sarambha Katha The harsh speech, rude words, angry words is a suffering for everyone. Patidanda Puseyutam If you speak harsh words, you will be spoken harshly one day. That is the result of those actions. So that is why our great teacher Supreme Buddha advised us to always speak nice and gentle words. Because no one in this world would like to be spoken by anyone harshly. No one likes to listen angry words. No one likes to be scolded by someone. Sometimes in life we may think to solve the problems, to deal with arguments, we need to be angry, we need to be stubborn, we need to speak harsh words and we need to hurt others in order to control others. But that is wrong. Remember, our great teacher Supreme Buddha advised us the best way to control the people best way to win the hearts of the people, win the trust of the people, the best way to deal with the arguments is to use the kind words. The perfect ex example for controlling people with kindness is our great teacher Supreme Buddha. Supreme Buddha never used harsh words, angry words to control people to tame people. Supreme Buddha used the kindness, compassion, loving and pleasurable words to speak with people. That is why millions and millions of people loved the Supreme Buddha in the Buddha's time. They loved to listen to the Supreme Buddha's words. They trusted the Supreme Buddha's words because it was very nice. It was kind. It was gentle and it was healing like cold water. So, when we are dealing with our life problems, when we are dealing with people who are very toxic, when we are dealing with arguments, remember, you should watch what you are speaking. You should give a big concern about the words that you speak. Because words are like a weapon. It's like a knife. Now, when we take the knife, we can use the knife in order to do something good, as a useful thing. Right? We can use the knife to cut, cut vegetables and cut useful things. And also, knife can be used to kill a person. So words are like that. Words can heal the broken hearts of the people as well as words can break the hearts of people. Sometimes words can lead someone's life to the death. So that is why Supreme Buddha said, never speak harsh words.
rude words angry words if you speak angry words what is the result you will be spoken angrily and you will get hurt by the same words one day by someone else so as the result of that action as the according to the law of that karma you are going to go through a hard time one day so remember when you speak the words you have to think about what you are speaking supreme buddha advised us that you should not speak all the things all the thoughts that comes to your mind normally people don't think about the thoughts of their that pop up in their mind right supreme buddha advised us that when a thought arises in your mind you have to consider that about that thought whether this thought is good or bad whether this thought is this thought is going to hurt someone else or is this thought is going to hurt myself so if it is an evil thought supreme buddha said you should abandon that you should not act upon that thought you should not speak with those thoughts that is why supreme buddha said manasa che paduthena bhasati va karoti va if with an impure mind if one acts or speaks supreme buddha said tato nang dukkha mang veti chakkang vahato padam the suffering will surely follow him like the cart wheel that follows the ox so dear devotees you need to think twice before you speak you need to give a big concern to what you speak when you are speaking a word always let those words to go through these three filters now normally people use filters to filter out the bad things from something good so you need to flow your words through these three filters before you speak so what are those three filters remember before you speak any words always think is this word is a lie or a true so when you think that you can stop lying so that is the first filter and the second filter is before you speak anything always think are these words are going to hurt anyone then you can stop the rude words that you are speaking and the third filter is always think are these words are useful or not then you can stop the useless words that you are speaking with your mouth so let your words to flow through these three filters then your words will be pure right if you speak gentle and nice and true words everyone will like you everyone will like to be with you because everyone likes to listen to nice words everyone likes to be with people who speak nicely so always speak gentle and nice words never speak harsh words to anyone remember words can make people 
and words can break people namo buddhaya tiruvansarvaya I think we can all agree that there is such power in our words that we should be careful with the words that we choose to utter every day. So I hope you found value in the in the information and you found some information that you can apply to your day. So here we are at the end of another program. Again, it is great to be back with you. I haven't been here uh, with you for the last four weeks. I hope you enjoyed the replay of the programs that were presented in my absence. So we will be back next week same time same place right here on TDN Radio for another power obsession of untapped potential with Dr. Simone and as I mentioned before our tip of the week we're going to come try to get uh, our teeth into that issue of child abuse in Dominica because if you ask me there is way too much talk on the issue and not enough action. So I happen to know a lot of the folks on the ground and in the diaspora that can assist with this problem. So what we're going to do is we're going to come together collaboratively. Um, I recently did a program and I'll bring you the recording of that program on exactly what we can do. So let's talk more action. And I came up with the idea of a child protection society, child abuse protection society, where we will have the likes of Dr. Triffy, we will have the likes of the Girl Guides Association, and we will pull all our resources together to take some action against child abuse in Dominica. So as I mentioned, I will bring you that interview that I did via Facebook Live next week so we can get the ball rolling. And as soon as that program was completed on the Facebook Live, I already received a request to donate about 10 books. Uh, we recently had Dr. Shamina who did a wonderful book called If You Touch, I Will Tell. And someone has offered to make a donation of 10 books to be sent to the schools in Dominica. So we're getting the ball rolling. We'll, we'll hopefully liaise with the Girl Guides organization and not just put the books in the school, but actually have a reading of the books, actually educate the students on the importance of good touch versus bad touch. So we have a lot of work to do in this area, but I think that if we pull our resources from the diaspora as well as our resources in Dominica, we can make some headway on this scourge that has been plaguing our Dominica society for way too long. So again, thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. I look forward to being with you next week at the same time as we continue to journey on. Don't forget, this is also the time where you should be looking at those personal goals that you have been working on to figure out how you can move those personal goals ahead. So again, don't forget your um, life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day. Remember to stay strong, stay positive, and stay engaged until we meet right back here next week. Uh, you take care. And of course, don't forget to jump on pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0, for all the episodes 
of the program you may have missed along the way and to check out the video portion of the interview we did with Tad and Dr. Triffy. So only a portion of the interview was played here for this program, but if you want to check out the entire interview, you can do so on pushpast10.com. So until next week, you take care and you have yourself a productive day.